This is the podcast, Sexual Flavors, where we will be discussing love, sex, relationships, sexual health and awareness, and everything in between. I'm Mocha. I'm Caramel. I'm Almond. And today, we just gonna talk about some things. Um, anybody got a girl, did you, before we start? A girl, did you? Um... Girl, did you know our country is fucked? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, yeah. Fucked it. With a capital F. I mean, if anybody has girl digits, go ahead. Otherwise, my girl you is going to roll right into the show. <laughs> I don't have one. I don't have one. Not yet. <laughs> Maybe in a couple weeks. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Or months. <laughs> or months. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> Minute, second. Um, I'm just so today's uh topic is gonna be about love, just love in general. I think that the world, that the country, that our lives is just lacking a little bit of love. And uh, I don't know, man. I I just have to start off by saying that what has been going down in this country for the last three years has really been fucking with me. Mm-hmm. Hard. Heavy. Yeah. Trump's yellowy, purpley, orange Cheeto face. Yes. I don't know it why it's like, purpley. It looked like no, Cheeto residue on his just, face, don't it's it? It's just bad. It's just bad. It's just everything is... I just feel like... So the you know like everything that's happening with what happened in El Paso and what happened in Dayton and with the raids in Mississippi, um, that now that shit right there, I was getting ready for work balling. Can y'all like reiterate what happened in case some of the listeners don't know? First of all, if you're a listener of this show and you don't know what happened in your own country, wake the fuck up. <laughs> Right, you have to have known Because something. it is interesting, though, but Moke's right, because, like, the other day, Billy was just telling me he had a rep, and, um, you know, he works for Yelp, and she was on the phone with some guy, and uh, she, he was trying to explain to her why he didn't, why Yelp services wouldn't work for him, because it doesn't meet his client, like, his base. Mm-hmm. And he was like, like, a lot of my uh, customers don't use, you know, credit cards, or they don't have credit, and da 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 But she was basically saying that he deals with undocumented mm. people. Mm. And she could not get it. <laughs> she was looking at my husband like, huh, what is he talking right. what about? What does she mean? I don't get it. What, what, what is she trying to say? <laughs> and he was like, do you know what's going on in the country right now? People are being separated from their families, dog. People, People's kids are being snatched from their hands. People are coming home. Kids are coming home from school, and their parents is in a detention center. And they've been living here for 15 years. You know, that's what's crazy. So, anyway, I uh, what happened in Dayton, I think nine people were shot. I don't know much as much about Dayton. Does Do either of you? Have more details on what happened in Dayton? No, that was the one where the the guy shot his sister and stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't really hear that much about that one. Uh, the, the Walmart one was really uh, something. Um, Did you know what I'm about to say? Please forgive me. This idiot drove nine hours to go to El Paso to shoot Mexicans. And then he killed 22 people and only six of them was Mexican. Oh, my God. He was saying he wanted to kill as many Mexicans as possible. He drove nine hours, okay? A job. Let me just say, white people. for For Dayton? Okay. But white people need to know. That your white brothers and sisters don't. don't give a fuck about you either. <laughs> he had one mission. And he didn't care who he took down to to, to take take his you know I can't even talk right. Go ahead, Mo. It was dating the club, the It says Um the gunman who opened fire in Dayton, Ohio this weekend had an obsession with violence and mass shootings and mm-hmm. had expressed the desire to commit a mass shooting. Dayton mm-hmm. Police Chief Richard Bay said on Tuesday he was very special, um, specifically seeking out information that promotes violence. And um, they interviewed his girlfriend who said that um, on their first date he showed her a video of a mass shooting. And I don't even know why they had a relationship after that. He right. also was suspended from school before for having a list of people that he wanted to shoot and rape at the school. What? Yes. Can I just say, if a nigga told me or showed me a video of a she mass shooting on our first day, first day, baby, something, uh, she, something wrong with that's her. That's what yeah. I said. That's what I said. And she was yeah, saying this with like said. with such confidence, and I'm looking like this is bitch. <laughs> Not like I'm concerned about the world. Look at what's going on, but like, isn't this interesting? No. And I'm not sure if he's the one who his mom called the police, like weeks before all of this happened and said that, you know, she's concerned because her son has a assault rifle and he's young. Like, you know, what does he need to do with that? But they said the police excuse was that she didn't, you know, express concern for like safety or public safety. She was more so concerned. I'm like, are you fucking, she called you saying that her son, first of all, there is no reason why regular standard human beings or anybody in America needs to have fucking assault rifles. What do you need that for? What you need it for? It's, there, there's no need for anybody to have no damn assault rifle. You're not in the war. You're not. You're not. It's no need for you to have that. Like a regular handgun. But you know what pistol. they want? What? You know what they want? They want a war. I, I can see want. that. But yeah, that, 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 that shit is... That shit is... Ooh, 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 ooh. Crazy. You drove that. Come on, bro. Are you kidding me? You drove that. Did you even stop to pee? He was on a mission, baby. I don't know if that picture is real or not, but somebody had posted a picture and he had like a whole bunch of guns lined up and it spelled out Trump. And it said that that was his uh, Facebook, his mm-hmm. Facebook cover. You know, when you go to his Facebook page, that's at the top. It was guns placed out to spell out the letters Trump. It's Nuts. like at this point in history, like what is it going to say in the history books? Like back when our kids are our age, like, this was a desperate time in America. Racism was at its highest. Mm-hmm. There were multiple like school shootings. And what's the commonality? Mass- what's the commonality like, across it, the board? They gonna, Who like, was the president? Like Trump's oh. name is not gonna go down good in history. He don't care. 
He just wants it to go down in history. I think so. I'm really, really surprised that he hasn't been impeached. I know they fighting for it, but at this point, they can't. You know, if they don't have anything. If he gets reelected, I don't know what is gonna happen. If he gets reelected, I need to move to Canada. They said the prime minister over there is not any better though. That he's just as. Oh, that's true. And then did you see what was that? Is that in England? That new guy, the blonde, he looked just like Trump. I'm I telling just... you, white people around the world are afraid. They're just they feel like they are being they afraid of the Chinese. They afraid. Oh man, let me just shut up. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Um, I mean. Okay, all I was going to talk about is with love is, I don't know if you guys followed the Democratic uh, debate. I I kept missing it. But there is an interesting candidate who probably won't be on the next set of debates because they're trying to uh, tap her out. Is it? I don't think she. Which one? Marianne Williamson. I don't think that was. She is really a self, she's a self-help author. Mm-hmm. So the first debate, me and my husband was like, "Who the fuck is she?" And she's—if you just hear the way she talks, she's like, you know, she's one of those love talkers, you know. What's she, her name? Get Marianne. What? Marianne Williamson. But then when she was at the debates in Detroit, my husband and I were like, "Wait a minute, I could fucks with her." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you guys gotta look her up. People look her up. I think we all should just, I think that she should still be in the next debate, but she needs, I guess you got to have a certain amount of funding or mm-hmm. put a certain amount of money mm-hmm. in or have a certain kind of base in order to continue to be in right. the um, debate. And I just think it would be interesting to uh, still hear what this woman has to say. So, like... We don't have that many listeners, but you listeners know other people. So let's try to get her, you know, some some funding. I'm just interested. She, you know, she wants to teach or support a politics of love. That's what she said. It's like a hippie running <laughs> for the uh, presidency. Did Mo fall asleep? Mm-mm, I'm listening. Right, it's, it's just that she's... It's just that she's very still. She's looking at this story about the dating. And the El Paso. I was reading the El Paso. Oh, because that's that video of that baby. Oh, my God. It's So, in Mississippi, basically, they rounded up a bunch of workers in a a plant or something like that. Rounded them all up, you know, Hispanics. And they showed this video of this little girl who now is in, you know, some kind of foster foster care. care or whatever. And she's devastated because she's... Basically saying what we all know, these Hispanics are not doing anything wrong. She's like, my dad was just trying to make a living. We're not doing anything wrong. I just want my dad back. And it just really broke my heart because this is like, this is like the times of Anne Frank. Like, this is fucking terrible. It's like the Holocaust in America. And just on, 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 um, on, uh, Meet the Press this morning, they did an interview with one of the... ICE agents, the head of ICE or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was saying that 200 of these people were crim- had criminal backgrounds, and mm-hmm. I don't <coughs> believe it. How, how well, they, they have criminal well, backgrounds? Because that's what they, they say. So basically, this guy that I work with says that he knows somebody that works for ICE, and he says that's basically how they spot 
people like to that's the only reason why these people are even on the radar is like they have some anything any type of trouble that they've ever been in is going to put them on the radar to be you know picked up by ice that's the only way that they really can find these people so if you have any kind of alert when your name is ran or whatever that's how they you know come in and swoop you up i think that chicago is like a what is it a safe sanctuary or what is Safe, it sanctuary? sanctuary city sanctuary right, city right a, a yeah. sanctuary city but, but chuck even todd still, was asking that, that. Huh? chuck todd was asking the ice agent though he was like but according to their protocols it says that like if undocumented workers are found <clears throat> to be working for a specific organization the employer would face consequences before the employee so Chuck Todd kept asking, why then why would you guys go in there and raid and take like 600 people, Literally. employees, and now nothing is happening to the corporation? They hired them. Mm-hmm. And that's when the guy kept trying to say, well, they're criminals, and, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't answer certain questions. But mm-hmm. like one thing that I want everybody to remember, because you just said something about Anne Frank and how this shit's fucked up, but... A lot of times people like to say, well, you know, it's not my, you know, it's not happening to me. But, like, one minute they going for the Muslims, then they going for the Mexicans, then they going for the blacks. Asians don't think that you ain't coming. They coming for you, too, because they mad at China. Everybody on here is going to be a victim. And it's not going to, nothing's going to change until we all come together. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy and how, love like, one another. other minorities don't see it. Like, other minorities that aren't black still feel like they're better for some reason. And I just had, like, a whole conversation with somebody that's convinced, like, the oppressed can't be the oppressor, but that's not true. What? Because, to me, it's not true because I specifically have had, like, numerous encounters with Hispanics. That are not pleasant at all. And they do think that they're better than me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, don't say that because we do all need each other. And, like, we just need to get off this, like, hierarchy because you see what's happening. Like, they don't care. And, like, I wonder, do this person or these Hispanics, like, see, like, you're being specifically targeted now. Like, you're the new nigga. So I don't and know. And then historically, if we knew our history, if we knew our history, we wouldn't repeat our history because they did the same shit with the Irish or with mm-hmm. when there was a surfism. Is that is that how it's called? Serfs, you know, slaves back they weren't slaves, they were serfs. So they were they could work their way out of servitude slavery i don't yeah thank you servitude yes <laughs> they were ser- they were indentured poor servants servants. indentured servants mm. god that was so hard to get out okay, um you. thank you but back in the day that's what it was they when they realized they could use one person's differences to intimidate another or to make another feel superior and, and another inferior, then they they um, market on that. They 
use that to justify, you know, they ill treatment. I can't talk today. It's okay. I don't need to be on this podcast right now. My... <laughs> yes, you do. My language, I'm having some serious language barriers, and I'm trying to get a new job where I don't need that <laughs> happening. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for for the love of the country, it, it would be good for all of the minorities to unite because, you know, that way. We definitely will over, like, powerful. it's more of us than them. It's just like, um, the face, and it's stuck it like stuck that. like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was froze on your face. Um, but I think, I think I was talking to, I think I was talking to you, Almond, where, um, she was basically saying like the state that the country is in right now has her frightened and that the fact that. Um, people who aren't minorities can sit and say that they're afraid of us. Like it's crazy. Like we're more being afraid attacked. of you. Yeah, like, the ones that exactly. Are being like we have every reason to be afraid right. right now. Like we can't even go to fucking Walmart, a movies, the church, the church. No. <laughs> like like mm-hmm. you know the park, park anywhere. You know that's crazy. A fucking a taste of California. Isn't that what got shot up like the week before that? Before all of this stuff happened, like that, and a little boy was killed. Like it's just crazy to me. It's you really ain't never and let me just say, no uh, minority do a mass shooting nowhere except that one dude, that sniper. No, oh, that yeah, but that was like a shocker. Like we was all like floored. What? Like what? <laughs> Tyrone? No, I'm just. There is <laughs> <laughs> like one at it. Like I don't know. <laughs> Seventy eight. Right. All right. But then I think it, people are really shook right now. Like my dad, because you know he's got my son right now. He won't even go camping because he was like, "There's too many Confederate toting mofo's," and I can't feel confident taking my grandson in there. He was like, "If it was just me, yeah, but no, I don't want them fucking with me." And I got my grandson, and I mean, man, you got people in Texas who don't even want to go leave the house. I bet. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's like, because it's like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Mm -mm, Go ahead. Mm -mm. I was just going to say, I saw an interview with um, one of the guys who was at the Walmart. He was Hispanic. And he said, um, he was like, I don't feel safe. He was like, I look a certain way and I feel like I'm going to be targeted just off of that. Like, just because I look this way. And it, it's, it just gives you an unsettling feeling that, like, you're not safe no, no matter where you go just because of how you look. Like, we can't change how we look. And that's just, like, heartbreaking. It's scary as hell, too. It's scary yeah. as hell. Like, I get nervous when I see somebody on the train I'm riding fidgeting in their purse or something. I'm like, what the oh fuck is you God, digging around right? for? What are they I'm doing? I'm about to get up and right? get on a different cart. <laughs> There was a lady and a, a a husband and wife, and they were Trump supporters, and they were there at Walmart, and mm. um, they're no longer Trump supporters. They finally like see that the you know his negative rhetoric and his connection to white supremacy is a problem because she's mixed, but she looks Hispanic. Mm. How could she and, ever? Um, 
and he's a white guy. But um, do you think he put? Never mind. That's off the topic. <laughs> who does he? What his? Her I was husband? gonna say, did he like pressure her into like you know sway her to you know? It didn't seem like it. Mm. It didn't seem. Well, like I know it. some. I know like a black girl who voted for him. We all do. She was on the show. That's true. But she said she didn't understand, you know, the, the capacity. What was that? When we yeah. had uh, the show about nothing podcast on with us. <coughs> oh, she, 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 she voted she, for Trump. One? Erica. She Remember voted for Trump. We, we had that whole conversation. But her mindset was that, you know, he's a millionaire. You know, he, he'll be able to help us get out of debt. You know, that whole thing. So people really happen. think that. Yes. But he's not. He's a. We he's still a never TV even see his host. tax returns. He don't have to show <laughs> But Barack had to give he his don't fucking have to birth do certificate. Nothing. Yeah. You know what? I'm getting upset. He don't do shit. He I know. I'm just upset with our country. <laughs> yeah, it's like the st- I've never seen the country this bad. Like, I almost thought that. It was real bad when George Bush was president, but I almost rather take his dumb ass back, okay? I would. Because remember everybody was saying like he's the Antichrist. I really feel like Donald Trump might be the Antichrist and the world is about to start over soon. So we in the last of our days. Okay. We could be. Which is so scary because I got little cute kids that I want to have lives. I guess I'm never gonna have one. Maybe one day. If the world is starting over. If the world is starting up, we're gonna make I hope I come show. back as a butterfly. I hope I don't come back. <laughs> no, you're coming back. I hope I, I, I still know you fellas. I hope I come back as an ant, so I'm short-lived. Right, something real short-lived, like hey. a fly. <laughs> but guess what? You know what? Look, look. But if I do come back as a human, I still want to be black. Because black is beautiful, amazing. Oh, yeah. Really if I is. did come back as a human. Yes. Yeah, if, I could you imagine me black? No. No. Nobody wants a pink puss. I'm just playing. Nothing wrong with white people. Sorry, white listeners. We just rather be black. You know, because we, we black already. Just like I'm pretty sure you want to come back white. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. <laughs> you know, but it, if if black folks was the oppressors, would you still want to come back black? Like, do you want to come back black because our culture is just amazing yes. and yes. like dynamic? Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is like, because I don't think we're a superior race. I just love my race. Me too. I wouldn't change it, even even with the state that the. the I think is. that. I think we are. I think we are superior. We're just a little oppressed. I don't... Mm, I'm going to just say this. I don't think that race is a real thing. So, race is a, is a constructed thing. It so is. That's why I'm not going to say that anybody is inferior or <clears throat> superior in the terms of a race. Um, most face up. What it's frozen on right now. Oh, right, like, yours been getting froze too on. Yeah. My mask is probably like this. <laughs> like up to the side. The only reason why I say that is because like right now we are categorized by race and separated by race even though it's a social construct. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's never been a group of people so oppressed 
for so long. Like people think that our oppression ended with slavery and it did not. Exactly. And that's and the, the things craziest. that we've been able to accomplish, the things that we've been able to invent with so little is like yeah. I don't think like white Amazing. people could not have done that. They can't even do it now without us. Mm-hmm. So well, they like, couldn't even pick cotton, nigga. Um, <laughs> they couldn't even handle that. All um, white people historically have been good at, honestly, and I'm sorry, white listeners, but I do believe this, is is death. Yeah. They kill people. Genocide. Eve, Annihilation. Genocide. Destruction. You niggas are great at that. <laughs> you come in and we are like, oh, we love you. We'll give you corn. Well, yeah, violence. You is some ruthless motherfuckers. And that is the only reason, like, I be feeling like, you know, I be feeling like God got his children and devil have his children too. Because who thinks of some of the shit that they have been capable of? Right, like, who wakes up and drives nine hours to kill Pure of evil, like, not even even just with us, but the Holocaust. Just mm-hmm. everything because they got blue eyes and blonde hair. The, like who? Like honestly, like everything. It's been real. Like nobody has been able to be as diabolical and as violent and evil and corrupt as white people. It's not mm-hmm. in our souls to be like that. And they say that we're like inferior the because be we're just we don't like we submit too easily. Like they feel like we're the most submissive race that there is. And that's why they're getting. We don't be having a choice though. Sometimes it's like either submit or die. Mm -hmm. No, we're no, we're lovers. We're We're lovers. lovers. We're just pure of heart and soul. But some people are just full of evil. But I don't want to feel like all white people are evil. And that was something else. But the ancestors was. But but what I but this is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this whole topic up because I was in my car and like I was so mad about everything that's been going on. I was pissed. I was just like fuck all these white people. Fuck white people. I was just pissed, right? (laughs) And then I was like, wait a minute. That's what these that's what I think that these white supremacists want. They want us to be so mad and angry that we fucking like lose our wit and start being diabolical which is very difficult for you know people of color to do mm-hmm. and um and then we start doing crazy shit and then they could be like oh look at i told you those right. uh, black, black those and browns are crazy yeah well they already said it about us like oh y'all kill y'all own so why why would it matter? I know, but they it? want us to do it. They want us to pop off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so in my head, I'm like, we can't be mad at every white person out for... Loud. I'm just out loud. Just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I love you! Hold that, hold that shit in. <laughs> right. But we do. But the fucked up thing is we, we do because we got to report to these motherfuckers mm-hmm. at work. We got to shake hands at work. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there's a lot of people. I love, there's a lot of white people I love. 
But then I feel like I even have to, I feel like I got to tippy toe around them sometimes Mm -hmm. to just make sure that I don't hurt their feelings. But like, I stop to think like, do they ever think about what I'm feeling? Like, like not one white person came up to any Mexican or black person or anybody and says, man, what's really going on? Does that affect you? Like, I haven't had one white person come up to me and ask me that. Like, honestly, it would make me feel good if somebody would say, all the shit that's going on in this country, how is that affecting you and is there any way I can help? Because, honestly, it's kind of like PTSD. If you think about it, every black and brown person in our country is going through PTSD. We're afraid to fucking leave the house. We're afraid to raise our kids. We're afraid to let our kids go out and ride their bikes. Yeah, Yeah, scary. There's so many things that we are fucking freaked about, but not one white person ever comes up and says, how can I as an individual make this better? Like, like you said, or, or can I just listen? So they don't see it like that. They're like not even us like being as vocal as we are about you know what's happening with Hispanics is because we actually care, and although it's not affecting us directly, that particular situation, as a minority, we can actually um, what's the word? Sympathize, sympathize, or empathize with yeah. them, and just be like you know, there and, you know, stand up with them. But white people, they've never had any of that happen to them in any way. So it's just like, and they, the the only oppression they feel is now. Like, they're upset because it's a lot of black people on television right now. They're upset because it's a lot of representation of minorities right now. And that's what they feel oppression is. I feel like it also doesn't really, even even if you say, like, it doesn't affect them, you can see what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, you see what state the country is in right now. So you should be able to put that in your mind and say, like, wow, this is really affecting these people that I see, like, every day. Like, or even if, like, you're a it's supervisor. It's different, though. It's different, like, when it's just not happening to you at all and you don't even have to worry about it. That's, like, almost like, like men and women... Like, the shit that we go through as women, like, men, they don't have to go through a lot of that shit, so it don't really affect them. They don't really think the same. Right, but, like, a man who knows, like, his girlfriend's on her period, Mm -hmm. he can empathize and say, like, okay, she don't feel well, I can try to help her. Like, white people don't do that. They don't. They don't, but they still, they'll at least know to leave you alone. I just felt like at work with what, what was happening... Over that weekend, I felt like on that Monday, it would have been nice for organizations that have minorities to say, you know, in light of what happened in our mm-hmm. country this past weekend, we have counseling sessions for people that it's fucking bothering. Because mm-hmm. I just don't think that they think no. it fucks with people. Yeah, Like, we're walking through the streets as minorities Having to keep rolling with the punches, mm-hmm. reporting to white people, and go to and, work, and they don't even yeah, and they don't even think about how what's happening in the country fucks with us mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I just think that there should be some form of uh, like 
what is the word I'm looking for? That like, diversity, equity, and inclusion, like <clears throat> that's that starting to pop up now. Is that like, your? Is that your? Um, what does they call that? The um, you know, when you work for somebody, their little motivating. What is it called? Damn, I can't think of it. Um, but sensitivity training, I think. On a cultural basis, it's happening now. It hasn't been happening before. But, yeah, I know for my job, we didn't have nothing. And, like, I haven't been watching the news in the morning because I can't get ABC 7 now, and that was my news. Oh, Terrell, what's up? I have to watch, like, uh, 5, like, Good Morning, blah, 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 and I don't like it because they're white. But, (laughs) God, it's like, I know we didn't have nothing. Yeah, we, we did and we either. should have because when it was who was it? It was one of these black people that got shot by the police. We had like something like they was like, if y'all want to leave, especially y'all because leave. those kids come from the that community in at Noble. Yeah, they were saying that like on the trial day for uh, Van Dyke, La- like Laquan. we could leave. Mm-hmm early and all of this stuff. But like, they thought it was going to be riots. I feel like they were saying that. Yeah, I, I don't think that was sensitivity the training. were just walking the street waiting for someone to be upset so they can arrest them. Like, it was scary as fuck. My like, job didn't care. They was like, y'all need to go back to, well, they didn't tell us to go back to our desk, but they did not let us leave early or none of that. It was just. We we all left yeah, our desk to listen early. to the to the verdict, but and then the the crazy part is the company I work for they have offices in Texas they have offices like all around yeah. you know the country so for them to like just get back to it it's Monday regular scheduled program it wasn't nothing on the company site you know nothing I was just like that's just wasn't nothing with ours either it was just well honestly. I don't know because I didn't go to work that Monday, but I really doubt it. I don't think I saw. Any oh wait, emails. you know what? I didn't either. You know. But I didn't see no emails either. Like they'll send it out. Like, but let somebody um, be working there for fifty years. We like to recognize so and so down the slow death here for seventy years. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? Shit, like, right? What's the priority here? And you know how many Hispanics work in my job, so that is kind of surprising. I mean, that's crazy. But you know, some of them love. Like, we need a healing. We need love. Let's just sprinkle rose water. This rain rose water down amongst the Americans and the people. Yeah, you know if it's I know, anybody in like corporate world that you are like head of something and you could do something about this at your office, think about that. And that's what I want to do when I grow up. I want to do like learning <laughs> and development for companies. When I grow <laughs> up, <laughs> like that's like that's what I want to. That's what I want to do. Like I want to be the first person that you see when you start working for a company and you feel like you know what this is. You're gonna be included. And, you know, just tell you everything that the company has to offer and work on things like this, like to implement in a company Mm -hmm. so that people won't be just feeling like, okay, I have to put my work face on. Mm -hmm. Like, this is time to get to work. They just hire a woman to do that now for the job that I'm at. She's Mm -hmm. a black lady, too. She's very articulate. But I I haven't seen what she's done so far. She's probably still working on it. Yeah. She just started Love. She's probably just handling complaints and concerns at this point. Mm. Like 
escalation. <laughs> but anyway. Let's talk about love um, and another aspect, which, you know, because this shit is getting to me. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh, but yes. It is getting to us all. Whether all we right. While we try to give the country a little more love. Yes. We often have to remind to give ourselves a little bit of that love. Self-love. Self-love, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. The Um, love of self. The love of self. You know, maybe I want to start by, you know, giving yourself love is not being selfish. Mm -hmm. Let's start there. Amen. Yes, it's. Mm-hmm. Very important for people to understand that you saying no to somebody, you know, because you just don't have the mental capacity to deal with that right now. It's not you being selfish, especially if you convey that to the person like, you know what? Now, mm-hmm. I, I love you, me. but I just can't deal with that right now. Yeah, like if you're tired or you're struggling or if it's like some shit. That you know, like, man, all my friends is doing this right now, but right now I'm trying to save money for this specific goal, so you can't do everything that they're doing right now, where you can't be, like, in with the ant crowd or buying drinks and all of that stuff. It's okay to say no. And if you want to, you don't have to, but it's it's okay to say, no, I'm prioritizing because I'm saving money right now. And this is just not my in my priorities. Yep. It's fine. And you your know, real friends will understand they that. They will understand that. And it's okay if you're tired and you don't feel like going nowhere, but you didn't already say no to this one person like twice and they call you the third time and they say, can you come somewhere with me? Even if you have to make up a lie, you know, <laughs> save yourself. Cause you know you're gonna be you tired. You have to make up a lie. <laughs> like my mama hilarious. want me to come bake cookies. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. If your parent Uh-oh. is getting on your motherfucking nerves, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. and they're wrong in what they're doing and saying to you, it's okay. So let them know. You know what? Even though you my mama, I'm gonna tell you right now. You dead ass wrong, and I need some space. And maybe that'll both give us time to reflect. This is a moment of reflection. Let's marinate on the things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that will help bring us closer and then reconnect later. And reconnect, you know. Absolute the hard growth under anyway. <laughs> so that's a real even true with your family, baby, because them motherfuckers. They can be they can be a little stressful. Yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. I um I was just gonna say that um also a big part of self love is understanding that you are deserving of love Mm -hmm. and that you can be loved, and it starts from within. Like once you start working on those aspects of loving and caring for yourself and, you know, just knowing that you're worth it, you're valuable and you should be treated that way. A lot of things will start into place as far as will fall into place as far as like you feeling better and, you know, being able to say no and, you know, being able to put your foot down and stand up for yourself is because you know, like I deserve that. And just because you was a fool before don't mean you have to stay one. You absolutely right. Because we all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And 
oftentimes we grow from the men we get better. Like, it's usually a lesson that we learn. No matter how long you face, <laughs> just know Tough that lessons. you can hard change lessons. if you want to. It's hard lessons. If you want mm-hmm. to and you know that you deserve better, you know, you know, it yes. is what it is. I was just in a situation where... I was being treated less than I deserved, but I was going along with it for whatever reasons. And this person may feel like they were going out their way to make me feel special, but it's not special enough. Especially not <laughs> for under- Leo. I'm just <laughs> especially not under these circumstances. Right. So, like, if I, if it's just a little bit less than what I deserve, I don't want it. It's okay. I know where I want to be at. Never settle. Yeah. Even if I love you, I can just walk away now, just knowing, you know, what I do want. And if I give it, if I don't, I don't care. At least I didn't, like, stay in a situation I was unhappy in. One of my favorite quotes is, the moment that you, well, this ain't the quote, but basically, (laughs) the moment that you decide to... (laughs) (laughs) Well, basically. (laughs) The moment that you decide to settle... You end up getting less than what you deserved in the beginning. So never settle. Always strive for what you know that you deserve. If you know that you can get more, and no, if you know that you want more and you deserve more, get that shit. Mm-hmm. Do not settle because then you'll end up getting less than what you deserve. And that's real. And though. you ain't going to never be happy with it. Ever. You like, always go wonder gonna, what it. You're going to be happy with the little piece for a second, but mm-hmm. it's not going to last. Yep. And it's just, you just going to be looking at yourself, like, later, like, now, why did I... Right, like, I knew. so much motherfucking time. I knew. I knew the moment. I knew that was Mary Dick when I felt it. But anyways, we can edit that out. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, we already said the wrong okay. <laughs> She like, listen. <laughs> oh. So, so, yeah. <laughs> Just keep on going. Striving and surviving. With your career, we work in these dead-end nine-to-fives. We completely unfulfilled with, completely bored with, tired of. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to me. I settled for this job. And look at that. I'm getting less than what I deserve. I feel like mm-hmm. I am being, what is it? Like, and it's not like I'm just like, capped like mm-hmm. i can't go nowhere else with this like it's not fulfilling i'm not satisfied i like almost irate when i come into work to do my work and it's just like i'm and i can't do that because i'm talking some of these people that i'm dealing with are sick and the fact that i'm on the phone with them not caring and mm-hmm. like you know <laughs> nonchalant that's not she good. like you pregnant oh well bitch yes it's just it's like Damn. i shouldn't <laughs> I don't really say that, listeners, but I'll be thinking <laughs> I'll be it thinking like it. you're calling, you're calling, harassing me, you know, For there's nothing I can do. But it's like, that's how I know, like when I started feeling that way, that's when I knew that it was time for me to move on when I'm not feeling like reason why I took this job is because I'm like, okay, well, at least I'm helping people. I don't even feel like I'm helping people. I feel like I'm hurting myself mm-hmm. and my mental is just like, I'm just not satisfied. So the moment you start to feel that way, you definitely need to figure out why, evaluate it, write it down, take a picture, search for it, Mm -hmm. um, or whatever. And it's never too late. It's not. Like, 
It's never too late. Like um, Linda sent us a well, Caramel sent us a, <laughs> a article earlier about like changing your life, you know, whatever. And oh yeah, that's what I was gonna. You know, one of the aspects of it was find something you're good at. If you don't find that for a while, it's okay. But when you find that thing, hold on to it. And I think one of the greatest examples is Taraji P. Henson because she's an actress, but her acting career started a lot later in life. I believe she said she was Mm -hmm. about 37 or something. Or something, mm-hmm. and because people had told her like you too old, but now she like Nika Fox too. She like in every black movie almost you could think of, just a hot commodity baby. Uh, I guess then Vivica's not a good person to use because she ain't really that hot of a commodity. She was at one her, point. Though. At one point she was. At one point, but now I saw her in um, Sharknado. Oh, God. Okay, well. she didn't feel all off the time. Nah. <laughs> goddamn, goddamn Sharknado. Uh, my son had I me watching Sharknado, and I was like, is that Vivica Fox 50 Cent ruins her reputation. I don't know what he did, but it's just, I still think they be fucking around, because they just, it's a love-hate relationship. It'll be, you know, that young dick. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so anyway, my little section that I was just going to talk about was, um, I don't really know how to word it. Once again, I, d- I didn't figure out the way how to word it, but basically, um, I've been feeling like kind of hopeless and lost lately. So I had Googled it because I don't want to claim like depression. Like, I don't want to say that I'm depressed because I don't, I'm, I don't feel like I'm depressed, but I feel like I'm like inching towards that. So like I Googled, um, feeling hopeless and lost. And I found this article written by this, like, this guy who basically turned his whole life around when he was feeling the same way. And it's, like, 15 powerful ways to change your life when you feel lost and hopeless and stuck. I tweeted it. So if you guys follow us on Twitter, you'll have access to the article. But it's definitely a good read, even if you don't feel that way. It's definitely a good read, um... Just to help you, like, just be motivated. And after I read the article, I felt a whole lot better and, like, motivated to um, really, like, push myself to do more to get out of this feeling. Because it's like a lot of Mm -hmm. people can say, like, oh, don't feel that way or, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you can't tell somebody how to feel. Like, if that's how I'm feeling, you just have to let me own that and Mm -hmm. come out of it in, in my own time. I'm not saying I'm giving up. Like, that's when you should tap me on the shoulder and be concerned. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm trying to find ways to not feel that way. And this article really, really helped a lot. He goes through, like, a lot of things. Um, Like, one of them was being honest with yourself. And that was something that I was doing. But, like, I would always have an excuse. Like, well, why did this happen? Da-da-da-da-da. Blah, 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 blah. So, instead of me doing it, like, I'm like, okay, own up to this shit. Like, you did it. You made a mistake. Now you have to get out of it. Um, One of them was get fed up, and that's what's happening. I was fed up, so now I'm going to make a change. Um, But, yeah, it's it's like a whole bunch of stuff that he goes over. And basically, uh, like Mo was saying, like he talks about how you can reinvent yourself and find something that you do like to do and focus on those skills and how, like, you can change that to make you be a better person or Mm -hmm. just be better in general. 
So, yeah. Um, like I said, I tweeted the article. It's a pretty good read. Do you want to read it? Because I swear, I don't know what I'm good at. I feel like I'm good at a lot of things, but nothing really good in particular. Like, I'm good at writing songs. I can do that on my way home from work. I'm also good at cooking when I really want to. Right. I'm like, I'm Even vegan at... dishes. She real good. Oh, man. When I was on that vegan kick, you, I was... I thought I was eating chicken. It was not chicken. It wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't mac and cheese either. It was, but it wasn't. Right. It's like, what did you just do? <laughs> but, you know, like you, I guess you just got to find that thing. So I feel like I'm a jill of all trades, but. Ooh, a jill of all trades. I like that. Even I first say, like, you just got to find what you're passionate about and don't never let go of that. So I just need to find what I'm passionate about instead of what I'm good at. Because if you want to be good at something, you probably can be. But it's probably not that many things you're super passionate about. And then the guy from Shark Tank, who is the owner of the Mavericks, I think. Mm. What's his name? He's talking about Mark the black Cuban. One. Mm-hmm, Mark Cuban. He said that um, don't try to make money in what you're passionate about. Oh. He said do your passion separate from your money making. Mm. He said make money at what you're good at. Mm. Be passionate about what you're passionate about. Mm. You might make money from it. Sometimes you're not. You're not always good at what you, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel mm-hmm. like. And I, I need money. <laughs> I'm just keeping all the way a thousand. Like I, do I hope money. that like I'm willing to do whatever for some change. No, I'm playing not whatever. But Red like, diamond. I almost went to my audition Wednesday. Stop. I'm done. That's not true. Then I realized, I was like, you know, all my high school friends probably come up here. They do. Or dudes that went to Hill, my high school. Mm-hmm. That'd That's be a you nightmare. Turn around and you'd be like, "Oh!" Mm-hmm. I was in the parking lot with my little swimming suit on. Stop it! Some big, big, clear, stacked heels, and I'm I like, "I'm about to go. Now. I'm about I to go in here and, and fuck it up." They're gonna be like, "Caramel, introducing Caramel, come to the stage." Boom! It's me. I was dripping. Drunk. Caramel dripping. <laughs> I'm just playing. I could never. I could. I, ba- I could barely go outside in the swimming suit regular. Let alone strip. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but you know what? It crossed my and mind. And them hoes that red diamond be naked, naked. Untaxed money, okay? Like pussy showing naked. Mm. So. Because mm, 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 mm. it ain't a strip club or she ain't showing pussy. Oh. Fans are naked. Ooh, ow, uh. Yeah. That's what Juicy J said. You know, Juicy J. I love me some Juicy. <laughs> Do you know how old Juicy J is still living his best life? Like, 40, 40 something. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It ain't never too late. <laughs> never. And they got their first Grammy when they was how? Fly. I, 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 I. Don't give up on your dreams. Chase them. If you don't chase anything else, chase your dreams. Mm-hmm. Not even your liquor. Especially not no nigga. <sighs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I got a love song of the week. Welcome back. Ah. What's up? So, the love song of the week is by uh, the Sexual Flavors podcast, one of our favorite artists, Tank. He got a song called Mm. (laughs) I Don't Think You Ready and Listen to Me, Baby. Baby. 
I heard this on the. I heard this. I said, Tank, you have to stop you it. You got to stop doing this. I'm like, I don't care if I'm ready or not. I want whatever you're going to give me. <laughs> Lord is my shepherd. He know what I want. Should I play a sample of it? Hold on, let's see. Yeah. It's probably queued up, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you is a trip. Oh. Okay. Hold, hold on a second. We're about to play a sample of Tank. I don't think you're ready. Oh man, don't say nothing. We took the airphones out. But yeah, see, he's lovely, right? Of course. He could do no wrong, okay? Not in my book. Thank you, Tank, for another hit. It's a lovely song. I like it a lot. I, I couldn't even it. hear it. Oh. It's okay. You'll hear it on the show. <laughs> I'll send you the link. Oh, man. But if you <laughs> have any stories, comments, questions, concerns, ideas, Please email us at sexualservice1 at gmail.com or you can hit us up on the IG, sexualservice underscore podcast. Tweet us at sexualservicepod. Yes. And like us on Facebook, sexualservice podcast. Yes, we've been getting views lately too. I know. So, what lately? It's definitely confirmed because you know my mama started following me. I don't know if it's connected. Oh, man. But, anywho. <laughs> Well, that's all that we've got for this week. Thanks for listening. Been real people. Bye. Love. Not war. Oh. <laughs>